My name is Bernard, and I am the host of the Up in the Air podcast. And Up in the Air podcast is a podcast about music, sports, and everything in between. And so I have a special guest host today who is going to be helping us kick off season four with our new series called What's It Like Being African Living in America? And her name is Georgie Moge. Uh, she is from Kenya originally, and she's also... Um, a recent graduate from Howard, and she's going to be chronicling, we're going to be talking about uh, what's it like being Kenyan, and specifically uh, Kikuyu people living in America, and you don't want to miss this, it's going to be a very interesting and very engaging conversation. Um, as below, there's going to be timestamps because I know this is going to be a longer episode than usual, but more than happy to... Um, check that out and skip around uh she's also as i mentioned prior a podcaster and so um she'll have her links in the bio and i'll have them as well without further ado let's begin do you want to be called georgia (laughs) i don't know we can talk about that in the in the what's what it's like to be kenyan because i typically go by georgia but then kenyans be making me feel like dang you want to go by your english name and it's like it's cute though that's true. Yeah. Like, I, for, for instance, I go by Ben, like, at work. It's gotten to a point yes. where they're, like, like they're, like, I was halfway through even, like, college when I transferred. They were, like, who's Bernard, yo? Like, I know Ben, but I don't know Bernard. And, like, half of my friends who know me as Bernard just always would walk by. And they're just, like, it's, like, what's up, Nard? And then, like, this one girl could not believe what she was hearing. It's, like, Ben, who's that? And I was, like, oh, that, that's one of my friends. That's me. And I was, like, she's, like, Okay, I'm just confused a little bit. That's all, and so I always find it like yeah. that. It's it's because to me, I'm like, hey, nah, I just be whatever. But I guess yeah. that's a I guess that's like a brief intro. But I guess I want to start off with like an icebreaker because I because like um, so I know that you have a podcast, but how did you even start with your own podcast too? That is a great question. Sorry, I'm a trainer at work. So when people ask me questions, that's usually how I respond. And sometimes it takes a second to turn my work brain off. But um, I was telling my friends, I was at one of my friends' house and I was telling them like, I just want to get paid. Like my ideal career is to just talk about nothing. Like no, no like news or like science, hit none of that, just to be running my mouth. And people would be like, wow, I like that. So they're like, oh, why don't you start a podcast? And I was like, you know, that would make the most sense. So then I was like, I can do that. Um, I think I'm funny enough. Um, (laughs) I just recorded the first episode. I did a little Google search and that was it. I was like, Anchor is a good little app. I'm going to download it. And that was that's the history of it that's funny because like when i started podcasting it's kind of like this similar way because i was like i like i went to school with it for a communications degree and then halfway through it i was just like i was thinking of it in the sense that it's like all right i can as i i get paid to like speak or do journalism for sports that's what i always wanted to do but then yeah. halfway through it i was thinking about it and something was like mm. It's like what? What if I could do like what? Like all these influence, not influencers, because to me that's like that's the extreme. <laughs> and like I'm like I'm not, I'm not that that overt with all this stuff. So I did that, and I think I tried out a lot before I even found out Anchor. I went through like three other ones, 
And um, that trial and error was tough, yo. And then I realized how easy Anchor was. This is like an ad read without an ad read now I'm thinking about it. Um, Anchor hit me up. I am um, at Georgie. I don't even know what my thing is on Anchor. How terrible. But, you know, if they want to pay me, I'm available. They can hit my email. They got that. <laughs> yo, I got so eager because they're like, you can record your own ads on there. And I was like, oh, look at me sounding like I was like trying to sound really like ahead of the time. But halfway through it. I was like, yeah, let me just take this off. I have too much dip on my chip today. <laughs> Literally, I haven't started. I was too, I tried to do my promo, like a little trailer for your podcast. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cringe. Like, I was like, I sound like someone's first grade teacher trying to get the class excited. And I was like, oh no, absolutely not. I'm, I actually deleted it off my. Yes, <laughs> same here. It was just uh, embarrassing, honestly. I thought it was a really good idea. Then you like, f- then you like listen to it for a few more times, and it gets worser, or I don't know, worse and worser. I don't know. I, I'm not an English teacher, but you get the drift. But yeah, and then, and then especially because I, it's hard because I know like your your podcast, you like it's just you, and when yes. I listen to it, I, I always like I overthink I overthink how I made mine. And I had like a few takes and I was like, no, nah, this isn't good. And then there was a good take within those bad takes. And I said, this is so much work if I went to go in and like cut it up. So uh, I even thought about that. But like, so for the people that don't know, what is your podcast primarily about? Like, what do you make it on? That is a great question. So I, it's called Chit Chatting, a slightly random podcast because it's about everything. Any topic that I think about during the week, during the month, a conversation I have with my friends, I just create a whole entire episode out of that. So sometimes the audience is surprised. Most of the time I'm surprised because I really don't know what I'm going to talk about until literally like a day or two after I create the episode or before I create the episode. Yeah, I think one of my favorite episodes of yours is the stick with itness. Like I <laughs> I'd never heard that phrase before. And so I was like, this sounds, I sounded, I listened to it and then halfway through it, I was thinking, I've never heard this term before. And <laughs> I was like, hmm, stick with it. It, it, it rolls off the tongue easily. It's- it does, because I don't have it. I was like, I really don't think I stick with it. I'm going to try for this podcast, but if some people have it off the bat, they can stick with anything. I tried tennis after three lessons. I was like, that's enough for me. I tried the violin. As soon too. as we got to high school, I was like, oh, no, ma'am. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Nah, I I tried violin when I was like in elementary school and I did it for three for three years and I was all right at it. And then my mom was like, you should keep doing it. I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. She's like, and then fast forward a few years, she says, she was she always sees like a few violinists on TV. It's like, see, this could have been you. I was like, no, it wouldn't. There's no (laughs) (laughs) thanks for believing in me. No, my family was not like that. They were like, you I mean, we support you, but that was not your thing. I said, you know what? Sometimes honesty is not the best policy. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, even... I remember even in high school, I liked... I didn't know which sport... I didn't know which sport I could be in and whatnot. And so I thought cross-country. 
and then I I went, and then I I ran, but I never got a physical because my parents would work on the weekend, and they were like, all right, all you need is a physical, you can be on the team, and I was like, yeah, I'll get that one day, and then I'll go to the practices, never show up to the meets, because I was like, halfway through it, I was like, I value my Saturday mornings, I, I really do, and so I never committed to that, but I did track for a little bit, and then I got shin splints, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I did cross country. I did cross country for two years, maybe three years. Two years sounds good. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I got hit by a dog and <laughs> that was the end of my cross country career. I, it's honestly, it was embarrassing. And one of the, my pediatrician, <laughs> My pediatrician was one of the parents of like one of the other girls on the cross country team. So when I went to go see him, cause like my knee was literally not working. He was like, oh my gosh, it was you and started laughing. I was like, don't spare my feelings. <laughs> Just like, aren't, you supposed to to, aren't you supposed to be tending to me right here now? So. Literally, sir, I am on crutches. Maybe this is not the time to be making jokes. Yeah. And yeah. I even think about that because I remember what did it for me with cross country was like one day because uh, me and you went to high school together and, and we used to have these practice rounds where they would like drop you in a bus and you would have to run back or the guys that the boys did. And so they sent us to uh, um, there's this park called Jones Bridge and then like they dropped us in there and then like it was near Barnwell. They like they're like, all right. You're gonna make it back to you're gonna make it back to school. And I was like, who's gonna make it back to where? Because <laughs> they're like, we're doing this on Friday or Thursday or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, y'all are doing it on Thursday. I'm not I running. Will be there. <laughs> I'm not running in the middle of the summer, like for 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 morale. I'm not doing that. And I love running. That's the thing. And, and I used to run. Oh no. But I could I was like, never that. Never that. Never that. And so yeah. I think I went to two summer practices, and that's because my mom woke me up. Like, all the other days, I was like, I'm not going to be there. I'm so sorry. Nah, that's two. That's one too many, because I would just drive on the weekends, and they would go along the uh, along the Chattahoochee River, and I will just see them, like, sweating and, like, like basically dry heaving. I was like, man, the pool's really nice over here. <laughs> <laughs> literally no one was trying to do that in the middle of the summer no yeah i couldn't do that but like i know what you mentioned like even seeing on the camera how like your mom walked by that was like the most <laughs> oh this is my roommate oh roommate <laughs> yes because <laughs> like you looked up, i thought you said mom and i was like yeah this is the most Kenyan situation ever <laughs> literally but yeah. yeah no i'm downstairs so oh yeah so it's like the little the the intersection of where everything happens yes and we're moving so like i had a desk in my room and i was like oh my goodness i want to be a little professional with my little desk and as you can see that did not happen <laughs> <laughs> that's true life is like that literally right now i have like a, a fedex package in order to keep keep uh keep my computer stable because it was sliding because i don't want to move my i don't want to use my desk where there's like no natural lighting so but yeah that's fair Oh yeah, one of the things I uh, I want to point out, like the basis of this episode, was like you know growing up as I guess since me and you are both Kenyan and Kikuyu to be specific, 
Right. I, I wanted to like document or not document, but talk about how um, how's your how ex- how your experience was like. Did you did you grow up here? Or you grew up there. Um, we moved here when I was just about to turn seven, so I always say when I was seven. I was was six. Right. Yeah. It was like March and then my birthday was in April. So I grew up, I can remember a little bit about living there, um, but I'm 24. So at this point, most of my life has been in the States. Yeah. Because like for me, I grew up, I, I, I don't know, I can remember, I have a really strong memory. So I remember even growing up when I was little and uh, I remember wearing uniforms and like walking to school, and that was something. So my mom used to walk me when I was a kid. It was like about like a mile walk, and as kids, it's it's wild to think like if you were to say this out loud in America, like you have pre-K kids like walking a mile by themselves and thinking like, yeah, that's always a good idea. Like defects would call you or whatever, and so. Uh, my mom would walk me, and then when I turned five, like halfway through like kindergarten, or they, they don't even call it kindergarten at the time. They used to call it there was nursery cat, the, like nursery school, baby class, no baby class, nursery school, and then uh, f- uh, first grade or yeah. standard one. That's what they used to call yeah. it. And so, mm-hmm. and so I would walk to school, and then my mom would walk me. She was like, "Yeah, so eventually you're gonna have to do this by yourself." And I yeah. was like, "What?" And then. I would walk halfway through and then she would be like, all right, I'll, I'll be near you. And then slowly go back home. So I would actually get to have her walk about. And then like, I would just be crying halfway there and be like, I'm not going to school today. You're like, you know what? If it's up to me, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Cause like where we lived, there was, uh, there was this big boarding school. And then like, there was a, there was like a church in between and then my mom worked at the big boarding school as like kind of like a social worker counselor in there. And then so we lived off campus. And then the school was like, you had to go through like, um, if you go to like a small town and then it's at the edge of, edge of town, it's like a mile, but it was small yeah. enough where you can like do it. And everyone was small enough where they knew. But I used to hate that walk because halfway through it, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can go home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, talk about it. Um, because you said you don't you remember a little bit, but you don't. But yeah, do you remember like your first first experience in elementary school for the first time? I don't here or there. I remember here when here, I came here here here. Oh, I remember here because okay, we came in like March, so you know the school semester ends in may right yeah so i was but in kenya i think it starts in january january yes right so i was in second grade according to kenyan standards but i was in first grade according to american standards i think those grades are right yeah you're right so i was like um excuse me ma'am i am not a first grader i'm grown i've already done first grade but she was not, she wasn't trying to listen to me. And I feel like my mom wasn't advocating on my behalf, but whatever. Um, so I remember going to school for like three weeks and then like that was over. I remember PE was shocking. I was like, why are we just running around like this inside? Like we didn't go outside and that was shocking to me because I feel like in Kenya, we were always outside yeah. for recess. So I was like, that's crazy. And then I remember... I don't know if my parents are going to watch this, but I remember 
we had a little prayer before we all went to school for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, the prayer was so, it wasn't funny. It was very sweet of our parents to pray over us. But I just remember my parents like throwing like random words that they wanted us to remember in the prayer. So like an eraser is an eraser, not a rubber. So like they didn't uh-huh. want my brother to like go to school and ask for a rubber. And they're like, and that they can remember this and that. And I was like, this is such a specific, I guess you gotta ask for the things you want specifically. Cause it was, it was just really funny. Yeah, mine was, mine was different. Cause I remember first grade and I was in the same way. So I was in first grade um when i was in kenya or actually i was about to start second grade because how the school day used to work used to be you get there at seven and you'd leave at one there was like a lunch break at 11 so it was just kind of like there was no, i didn't this concept since my brother was in kindergarten then this concept of nap time that they had was so wild <laughs> to me because i was like you mean to tell me that y'all just sleep for like the next 30 minutes in class because we because I remember on Fridays we used to uh, from where our school was it was on a hill so we had to go down a little bit of a hill it wasn't too big of a hill where it was like you couldn't give little kids work to do but it was little kid level where you can do that so we had to like clean because there used to be um, little schoolhouses that like you would like have dust and everything it wasn't like cement uh cement like floors and everything like that so you had to like clean it because of all the dust caught it and you didn't want to have it accumulate so we every single friday we had to go down get some buckets and then walk back up and then wash inside but i came to america and they had like tiles and i was like what is this situation y'all got going on over here <laughs> no one prepared me for this <laughs> yeah and so at least at least you had the heads up of like what words were to you because <laughs> I barely spoke a lick of a lick of English, and I went straight to ESOL. But the few words I could say was "cannot" or whatever, and so I would start conversations, and they're like, "All right, can you explain to me this?" And I could understand what contractions were. So even when we were being taught, I was like, uh, "Your name is." It's like you can't do this. I was like, "You cannot do this. You can't do this." <laughs> I, it couldn't get into my mind, and. Uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're gonna need to go to ESOL. You need to do this, and yeah, I spent like about the first three years I was like in summer school, and to me, I was like, well, this is just a regular schedule. I was like, what? that's true. Yeah, because I was like, well, because there's a separate. I didn't. This is the thing. There was a separate bus for all the kids who are on ESOL, and living in Atlanta. <laughs> living in Atlanta, they're like, yeah, we're not gonna, we're gonna throw you to the wolves right quick. We're gonna, we're gonna keep you all over here for a little bit for your own safety. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I did, and then like eventually when I got older and they had like the big long, the regular buses because they used to have like small buses, like small like little daycare buses for us to go to. They're like, all right, we're gonna coddle you a little bit. And then I got a big <laughs> bus. I was like, what is this thing? <laughs> Oh my goodness. We, I lived in Walton Centennial. Yeah. Yeah. Walton Centennial. So we didn't have a bus for elementary school or high school. So we used to have to make a little walk. What now granted when you, if anyone were to see the map, they'd be like, Oh, that makes sense. Cause it's right there. Yeah. But I was like, all my little friends are getting on the bus. I didn't ride a bus until middle school. I was like, this is so discriminatory. Yeah. I live, (laughs) I lived in Martin's Landing and like, like my elementary school was right there. 
And so, yeah. and so I think from first to third grade, I always took the bus. And then like from fourth to fifth, the school was right there. And so I'll just cross the street and I had to wait on the cross guard to get there. So the cross guard was like eating their breakfast. Like, <laughs> <I'm working laughs> <on."> <laughs> and this, I was like, all right, okay. And then I was like, there's no cars. It's like, you're, you guys going to have to wait for me. We're like, okay. I'm in fifth grade. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't even have a cross guard. Now, granted, we didn't cross the street. <laughs> we didn't have nothing. They was just like, all right, well, good luck. Now, I have an older sister, so she used to walk me to school as she went to Centennial. But it's like, when we're coming home from school, they used to walk us to the bottom of the hill. Yeah. And then they'd be like, all right, good luck. And then you just have to walk the rest of the way yourself. Yes. And so that was the thing. And even like then, it's crazy now I'm thinking about it of like, how how stuff now would not be the same in this day and age of like the um, for example when I was when I was a kid just walking all those distances to school in Kenya that would because I went back a few years ago and it was like around 6 a.m. in the morning and we're like driving to go out to the country and it's during the work week and so all the kids are walking on the side of the road I'm like that kid can look more like than five. It's like, what are they doing all this early? <laughs> and so they're all wearing uniforms and everything. And I was I was thinking to myself, man, this would never be happening anywhere else. Literally, literally would not be happening. Yeah. And so, like, that's the other thing. Like, did you have an adjustment when it came to even the language language speaking? Because you mentioned, like, even, like, the terms that your parents know you. Like, did you have to do ESOL or anything? I didn't, I didn't, but I feel like, I don't, I think I was just so young that I, I was easily moldable. That Kenyan accent went out the window so quickly, like so quickly. I remember being, like having a conversation with this girl in the hallway and you know, Kenyans say ears instead uh-huh. of years. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to explain to her what I'm trying to say. And she's like, ears. And you know, kids are like so dramatic. So it's uh-huh. like, there was no grace in that, in that interaction. So she's like, ears, that's not how you say that. And I was like, oh my goodness. So then I was like, let me not talk for a little bit to see how these people are talking to see if I can get on the same wavelength. But it took a while because I remember like, we were in English class. Let's just say English or subject ever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So Fair I enough. was like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, what um, punctuation mark are we putting at the end of the sentence? I was like, a full stop. Yes. Now I thought in context, <laughs> as a teacher, you can know what I mean. And she literally made us sit there for like five minutes to try to figure out what that was. And I was like, okay like you I had it right if this was a written exam I would have gotten a hundred but now you just want to put me on blast in front of these other little kids they're gonna make fun of me so yeah it was definitely an adjustment I think words and like especially since in Kenya we speak British English it was like things were not matching up so it was just like dang Y'all think I don't know what I'm doing, but I really, I'm smart. I promise. It was just, it was hard to like get into the swing of things. Yeah. That's the thing because like for me, when I would see a truck, I would say Lori. Like, right. And then like, like, what are you talking about Lori? He's like, there's no Lori around here. I was like, that thing right there. You mean a truck? He's like, no. 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 (laughs) Truck. This is a Lori. And then so they're like, what? 
And then so there's certain words, even phrases when I was growing up, I was I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like I remember this is when I realized that like my my American English had gotten too elitist when I got <laughs> like when I got over my Kenyan accent was like when I would see the word words spelled with uh especially going in Kenya, they have like the British English. And so when I would see words like flavor, color, I was like, why is there an extra U here? Like, uh, like you're spelling this wrong. <laughs> and my mom would be like, even even it's funny that you mentioned even like the Kenyan words. For example, like if you say recognize, you could say recognize. And then the funniest thing is when you would hear them say recognize, it's like recognize. <laughs> and you're just like this just sounds weird to me. <laughs> it sounds weird. And it's just like, and then I just became a part of the problem because we went to a Kenyan church and I was, I was like unbelievably weak. And it was like, these are my people. I should not be laughing at them, but I just could not. I think I was just so shocked because like you go to American school and you like are just so familiar with the way Americans say things. So I just, oh my goodness. I had to just take a second to breathe. He was like on the jumbo jet. And I was like, yes, on the plane. And he was like, a diggity. And I was like, he can't be saying like that. Like, right. And he was talking about getting college degrees i was like i i i just had a moment a week like i was inconsolably weak i had to just walk out and collect myself that used to kill me especially if it was like certain phrases you would hear because when you're going to school and it's all in english like to me when i try to speak kikuyu i like my parents have a kick at it they feel like how i feel about them with english then they're like because i would translate it directly how it is in English and they're like it's like this is even funnier it's like that doesn't make any sense and it's just like I, I we appreciate the effort though we it's like the it's like the southern bless your heart though you know <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like all right I should never try I guess and then, <laughs> but it's funny that you mentioned that because like even when it comes to um uh I would say uh I I, I don't know when I go to like coffee shops that always kills me Especially because, like, you have, like, uh, sweet tea. And we used to call it trugi, like, true tea. And uh, and then you would just go and see people now. Like, since this, like since whatever shy is, like, now mainstream, oh, it just hurts my ears every single time when I go to a coffee shop. And I was just, like, I'll be in the middle of, like, typing something up. And then halfway through it, I just hear somebody say, can I have, like, a mocha chai? I'm like, oh, this is... <laughs> Literally, my favorite is a chai tea latte. Yes, like, you mean a tea tea latte? A tea tea latte. Come on, come on. Yeah, like, no, it's crazy. Yeah, I gave my friend a hard time, and he was like, "Oh, so wait, let me let me defer my my expertise to him." He's like, "It's like it's called chai," and then like, yeah. and then they're like. No, it's chai. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> and then and then even then, um, it's funny because even certain words, it's like vice versa how it's interchangeable. But even like the experience of it, it's funny now having that accent, American accent and like going back and forth with it. Because when I was growing up, there'll be times where uh, on the phone, my parents were like, can, can you do this? Like, please. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, sometimes my mom would be like, just... <laughs> my mom speaks predominantly in English, but I think sometimes because we're in the South, it's just mm-hmm. like, 
it's not, oh, it's yeah. not, it's I like have, you both have accents. So it's just like, I can help. <laughs> I can nah. help you both. So like when I was, when I was younger, I used to, I lived like South Atlanta, then the suburbs. And then we'd go to church and like, so like, so like a little bit outside of Atlanta and like, uh, Jonesboro and whatnot. For whatever reason, that was what we chose. But hey, I didn't have a choice at eight years old. But uh, so there's like different pockets of people that you'd be exposed to by their accents. And um, one thing that I even took away was I remember my dad worked at the airport. And he worked and we lived in the middle of College Park and they, he worked at the airport, which was like five minutes away. And uh, he used to get, when he first moved here, he used to get a kick out of like like just like the, the the hood accent that he would hear the Atlanta accent like you know what I'm talking about and then like he used to be like it's like I do not understand what's what, who he's talking to or is it me it's like he's like you feel me and then he's like he would just like try to impersonate him with an African accent he's like he's like he's like yeah ye, y'all yeah I don't know who's the ye and who's the y'all in, in this situation and I'll get a kick out of it and then um and then you would go back and then you, we would go to like the church and it was like a lot of, there was like, it was diverse, but there was like a lot of like Southern, Southern Georgia guys who would just come up there and their Southern accent was so tough. And me and my brother used to get a kick out of it when they would pray. I was like, the y'all's like, thank you, Lord Jesus for everything. And we're like, what, what experience is like, we used to be like, this is the coolest thing ever. We've never heard this before. <laughs> literally, literally. Cause it's just so new. Everything is so new. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was like, it, it's, it's when you're little, when you're, when you don't understand exactly what's going on, but you're, you're like, this is, I don't know why this is happening, but I, I'm all for it for now. Like, <laughs> And it's the same thing in that, but even then, like it's funny because of how um now even in 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 how I speak English, people might think I have an accent for whatever of they might think, oh, I don't even think that everybody who thinks they don't have an accent has an accent, but they don't ever want to admit it. Like for me, I don't think I have an accent in English, but uh I think I was going to a hardware store and I caught myself saying y'all way too many times. And I was like, this is, uh, this is weird. <laughs> no, I give up that fight. <laughs> yeah. I y'all, I y'all people to death now. I'm just like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Join and, them. and that's the thing. Like, I, I think for me, it's like, even with that experience, um, it's crazy because now uh, I always think about even like growing up, of how many places that we were, I was exposed to personally. And just, um, I even just think about those like uh, TikTok trends where the guys are like the big, would just bring up certain things that are so niche to like, whether it be like whatever culture it is. And then you're like, I hate how all of us relate to this experience. Whether it be like, uh, there's this one guy who was talking about like how, what's it like living in a African household? And then they'll have like the parents listen watching a youtube video and like as as a person who loves like how sound is it always hurts my ears when i hear like the booming <laughs> feedback mic and i'm like oh, oh no i can't do this <laughs> literally yeah no that really is i think it's amazing though because like i'm probably the most kenyan person someone will meet in America, but when I go back to Kenya, they're like, "You're American," and I'm like, "No, I promise." Like, what are you? Yeah, 
my uncle gives me a hard time. He's like, he's like, so, so you became. He's like, so, he's like, where were you born? I was like, Kenya. He's like, no, you weren't. And I was like, he's like, what do you mean? I was born. He's like, yeah, but no, you've lived there longer than here. I was like, technically, I'm right, aren't I? He's like, yeah, but no. And then, because usually when I go to Kenya, I can, I, I like, I can't for the life of me speak Swahili, fluent. Like, I can kind of understand it, and. Halfway through it, I would always go to my parents. I'm like, and then they'll be like, so they were like, the guy would just walk, a guy would walk by. He's like, so uh, what do you want today? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, you got to ask her, you know, it's like, he's like, Nina Kula. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I was like, he's like, he doesn't speak Kadogo or anything. I was like, I, I, a little bit, I guess. It's like, I probably know more Spanish than I know Swahili to save my life, which is a bad indictment on my part. But, but I mean, when it comes to Kikuyu, I'm like pretty fluent in that. And even, but I always feel myself like, because uh, when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of Kenyan kids around me, like when I got older. Yeah. And so I would just basically speak it to my parents. And so when I go to like social gatherings, a lot of it's funny. A lot of like Kenyan parents just assume the kids don't know Kikuyu. So they're just like walk up and they just start speaking English. It's like, so what grade are you in right now? And I was like, it's like I they're not grade grade kid. Like, she speak Kikuyu? Oh, thank you so much. I'm like, is do I get a medal for this? They're like, yes, you should. I can't speak a lick. I it's, like, can't it's, speak nothing. It's funny because my 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 grandma gets like she loves it, and um, it's funny. My mom di- dies laughing because we'll have a whole entire conversation of me and my broken uh, my good Kikuyu that's fragmenting, and she'll be like, <laughs> "Y'all be having like some of the most not weird but the most interesting conversations." <laughs> And my grandma loves it. I love it. But it's 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 one of those things to me. It's it's funny to see it in like um, in pop culture as like even Kenyan um, uh, media and stuff like that become mainstream. Right. I was watching Love Island yeah. and one of the girls was Kenyan. Well, last year, one of the girls was Congolese, but she grew up a little bit in Kenya. But this year, like the girl was Kenyan. And they have, like, this portion where your parents come to, like, say hi on, like, Zoom or whatever because, um, like, you've been on the island for, like, mad long. So when her mom came on, she was like, Waboy, oka ha ha. It was really nice. I was like, wow. And her parents were, like, really nice and accepting of the fact that she's on Love Island. I was like, so I basically could do it. <laughs> yeah. And so, that was the moral of the story. <laughs> it's funny because, like, even in, like, Kenyan gatherings, when I would get a chance to go, like, a lot a lot of them um, will will not think, like, to what I said earlier, would not think that you understand a few things. And then I'll just, just turn it on. I'll be like, yeah, so how are you guys doing today? <laughs> doing very good. Uh, and then they're like, oh, oh, really? It's like, is that all you know? I was like, do you know more? I'm like, I mean, you get the premium, all right? I mean, I'll get you the premium <laughs> premium content right quick. And so uh, they get a kick out of it. They're like, they go to my parents. Like, it's like, does he know any other kids around here? It's like, I don't think so. We don't come. We, we've never visited before. They're like, but how is it possible? They can't figure it. like, huh, I don't know how this works. And so. Uh, yeah, it takes them back. And so 
that's the thing but like for you even with that like balancing like even with your kenyan identity uh how has that been like navigating i guess throughout your american experience though it's been tough honestly it's been tough and i feel like you know how like everyone now is on this little wave where they're like oh my goodness make sure they say your name right and <laughs> demand blah 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 don't go by your uh, american name da, 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 da. i feel like okay that is super great and i definitely i identify with that i definitely do but when i was growing up that wasn't there that wasn't there so it's like do people mispronounce my name absolutely absolutely they do do i decide to go by Georgie because sorry <laughs> <You could. laughs> it was so shocking because the what's it called the my phone was ringing in my ears and I was like this is too loud I'm sorry <laughs> but they um growing up that wasn't like that wasn't it like you were just coming you were assimilating to the culture you were trying to survive elementary middle high school like it wasn't there was no big campaign for being African and African being accepted, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like people now are like, oh, why do you go by Georgie? And I'm like, I feel like it isn't enough to say that I like it. So <laughs> because I like it. <laughs> and I've never been Georgie before. So like when I went to, obviously you didn't know me as Georgie in high school. Yeah. But when I went to college, First of all, my whole life was a lie. Georgie is my first name. So on all your legal documents, oh, it has to say Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was like, when I went to get my driver's license, it said Georgie. And then when I was applying to college, they were like, what does your driver's license say? I was like, oh, but I, like, I've never gone by that. And they were like, oh, well, that's good for you. But your school records got to match your driver's license and your passport. So I was like oh my God, I really am, like, I am Georgie. <laughs> so when I went to college, I was like, I can reinvent myself. Now, of course, that's a bit dramatic because most of the stuff is still pretty much the same. Yeah. But it was just like, I have the opportunity to go by this name that I've never gone by before. And I feel like it fits me. It's cute. It's quirky, whatever. So I like Georgie. Now, will my family call me Georgie? Absolutely not. They won't. And I wouldn't want them to because that's not, that's not who they've known growing up. But it's like, even some of my close friends, it's like, mm, Georgie's just not who you are to me. And that's fine. But like, I like Georgie. So I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, maybe she's ashamed or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not ashamed. I have my, oh, I don't even have it on. <laughs> I was gonna say, I have my Kenyan bracelet on, I, but I, I haven't I took put on my off, jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good when thing. I put on my jewelry, it'll be there. I have Kenya tattooed on my ankle. Like, what more do you want from me? <laughs> I go back every two years. Like, I talk to my Kenyan fan. Like, I, I'm Kenyan. And I feel like that experience is going to look different for everyone. Yeah. Now, I am one of the Kenyans that, you know, Swahili, I can understand it. Will I respond to you in English? Absolutely. Kikuyu, I can somewhat understand it. Most of the important parts. Will I respond to you in English? Absolutely. But it's just like, I think people try to take away because you grew up in the States, blah, blah, you're not really Kenyan. And it's like, first of all, I was a child. Did I have a choice of where I was growing up? No. Second, I feel like you can't take away, you can't take that away from me. That's what I identify as. I'm Kenyan. So I think it's hard to balance it. But as you 
I don't know. At this point, I'm old. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you can't tell me who I am and who I'm not. Like, I'm comfortable being a Kenyan who barely speaks Swahili. I do understand it, though, because I took it for two years in college, three years in college. Oh, you're lucky. Um, I never got that chance. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, that's why you got to go to HBCU. But I'm not going to go on that rant today. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's tough to balance because sometimes people are just like, you're not this and you're not that. And I'm like, mm, but who are you to me? Even yeah. if you're my family. But you can't tell me. <laughs> that's true like for example even with like it's it's funny because like when we went to high school together what killed me all the time is i knew of you but then like because i I saw the name i was like that that's a kikuyu name but hey and i didn't think much of it right and then like i was like i would see you we had like friends that knew each other and since you're in my brother's grade my brother used to be like yeah there's a girl named they call him mcgurry but i know that's wrong but i I don't know what and then so i was like and then i we came home and we told my mom because then my mom, my mom and your mom ended up like talking for a little bit, and then, and then um, halfway through it, she she's like, "Oh, you mean Mogore and Moge?" And then I was like, "I was like, oh, is that how it is?" It's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like different. And then she's like, uh, "I was like, is like, what do they call her at school?" I was like, "They call her McGurry." Like, it's so. <laughs> And, and then, now it like makes my ears cringe like ew and so like even when you're talking I was thinking about the many instances somebody has introduced you as McGurry and then I was like oh, this is not landing I was like hey but you know that's my name my name is Paul and that's between y'all and so y'all can, y'all can get that one but I had like a similar thing too because for example like when I was little all because when you're like little kid and when you're at home like especially we for us, like we go by Kenyan names, so like my middle name right. is Google, and so my parents always call me that. Any like any social interaction. So when I went to elementary school for the first time, American elementary school, they're like, uh, Bernard Karagu, is he in here? I'm like, who's that guy? Like I know, <laughs> I understand. It's like y'all butcher the last name. I could, I could kind of tell. It's like, so there's no Bernard Karagu in here. It's like, oh, you mean Duo? It's like, mm, doesn't. No, there, there it is. So, which one do you prefer? I was like, they call me Duo, but do I, I was like, how do four letters trip you up that much? Like, it used to kill me because even fast forward, like, since my name is Bernard, and it's spelled B-E-N-A-R-D, and people always end up putting an extra R before the N. And I remember in fourth grade, when I first moved to, like, Roswell, my teacher was like, so, uh, so your name's Bernard? I was like, yes, that's B-E-N-A-R-D. She's like, oh, oh, are you sure there's not an R in there? I was like, I know. I know for sure there's no R. I, I would know. I was like, she's like, so B-A-R-N-A-D? I was like, where did you hear the, in my head, I was like, politely, respectfully, I was just trying to say, where did you see the extra A? This is not Wheel of Fortune. It's like, I would like to buy an extra vowel. And then halfway through it, uh, she was like, all right. And then she spelt it wrong. And I had it like, she had like a vis-a-vis. You know, those things are so hard to get off. So I was like, I would just slowly just cover. I was, I was so petty. I would cover my books where the R was and it'd just be B-E and then Nard would be on the back end. And so similar to you, when I went to college, like, so I think like through all through high school, all through middle school, people knew Bernard, right? And then like, even enroll, it used to be funny for me because they'd be like, Bernard, I'm like, okay, we're gonna have to switch this up a little bit. And then halfway through, like, uh, I think junior year, senior year, uh, 
they used to be, they, I used to go by Ben because I was like, I'm not trying to get my name butchered today. And it's funny because I used to ask my mom, I was like, why, why, why did, why did y'all think this is a good idea? He's like, oh yeah, I mean, we, why did you do this to me? He's like, <laughs> he's like, well, you're named after your granddad. And so when I went to go visit him, I was like, do you use Bernard? He's like, no, I don't use it, man. <laughs> He's like, I, was like, I was like, what? He's like, I barely use it unless I have to go file taxes. He's like, but don't you, it's, that's your name, right? Do you like it? I was like, uh, like is a strong word. <laughs> but then he's like, I mean, I mean, it's up to you. It's like, you, you're still doing to me. And then I was like, all right. He's like, he's like, I, you can do whatever. And I, I was like, okay. And so uh, when I went to high school, like towards the latter part of high school, I was like, all right. I'm gonna just name my name Ben because I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting to this. And so, right. and then, so people were like, so I'm just gonna, so one of my friends, because they used to watch The Office, it was like when The Office crave was like, when you're eking into latter part of high school, going into college. Uh, and then like, there's Andy Bernard on there and he used to spell his name Bernard. And, uh, and so my friend used to be like, all right, so we're gonna call you Nard. I was like, okay and then he's like I was like why he's like I was watching The Office and there's a guy on there and they call him the Nard Dog so I just realized that's pretty close to yours I was like alright no saying whatsoever like no <laughs> so he, he was like that and then it caught on and then so like a few of my friends used to call me Nard and then I think they still they still do but I was like and that's the thing like for me even at work I've always have it as Ben Carago and even yesterday we were at a work meeting and the lady was like, I want to make sure I pronounce everybody's name right. I see Ben. Can you help me out with this other part? I was like, I was like it's Kirago. I was like, oh, I like that role. Uh, can you do it one more time? I was like, oh boy. <laughs> it felt like one of those like lineups where they bring the guy up. Uh, can we see number six one more time? <laughs> but yeah, and so halfway through it, uh, I was like, all right, I used to say, my uncle gave me this advice. He was like, all right, when you come, cause I went to his job and he used to be like this. It's like, you know me as my, you know me as your uncle here. They know me as, as, as Kamau. And that, that's all they know me as. All right. Not no uncle, no nothing. That's all they know me. And I used to have it. Cause he used to like live in Southside Atlanta. And like, you just have all these hood dudes coming up and they're like, Hey man, Hey, come on, man. I need me some, I need me some time, man. Can you give me that? I know you got I know you got some good times right there. And then I was like, I was like, I was like, it's amazing how how that works. And so he'll get it, he'll get them hooked up. And he used to tell me he's like this, whatever you are, like whatever you you you're still you. Just like whatever setting you're in, just you know, you use whatever name that you feel comfortable using. You're still you at the end of the day. And so that's how I did it. Like especially all through college, I went by Ben. And it's not just to discard the other like nationality or whatever and be like oh that's a good english sounding name that's uh, it's not i don't think of it that deeply honestly because i'm like when i'm at home my parents know me as duo and they only call me bernard just to tease me like (laughs) they'll just like it's like oh they're calling you bernard Bernard?" (laughs) like they just have a whale of a time with it i guess it's like uh i think there's like a shakespeare quote i might butcher it the best sound to a human's ears is their own name and so it might have been him. I hope it's him. But, but hey, we, we it don't is do- for the purpose of this conversation. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the same way, and that's what I subscribe to. It's like, hey, man, you know me as these different, um, these different parts. Like, you know, there's different parts of a person. 
or facets to a person and so that's how i think of it and i don't know like to me it's just it's cool to see people like diving to that side of thing of having like yo you need to have that rigid strong name that is synonymous with africa and like i'm like i mean that's cool i mean to me it's like i really love learning about kenyan history and stuff like that and like learning and so like one of my grad like one of my grad projects was uh interviewing my grandma and like learning how she lived because i was like yeah i mean i can speak the language i can eat the food i can do all these things that are kenya but i want to know like what's it like living like that every single yeah. day and so like i think to me it looks like you said it looks different from across the board even if i speak fluent kikuyu and i don't understand a lick swahili and and it's it looks differently because like i like you said earlier we did as kids we never had a choice of like picking where we're going to be living and so i mean it's awesome to live in america and it's a really great unique experience to feel like you're going back and forth in different parts of yourself but I, I always find it weird when people are just like you can only be this one thing and this one person yeah. by this one name and this facets like i know that there's nicknames and there's all these different things like that doesn't change who you are as a person and uh, you know like if you know who you are internally and i think that speaks volumes like of like not to sound cliche, but like even like of what your character is and whatnot and all those good, I don't know, Hulk Hogan quotes you can think of that in there. <laughs> I agree. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. I, it's just like, and sometimes I feel like there's nothing wrong if you do want to take the easy way out. If I do want to just be called Georgie because it's easier, I don't have to explain to you yeah. how the different syllables in Kikuyu translate differently i feel like everyone also doesn't not doesn't deserve but that's the best word i can do everyone doesn't deserve to know the intricacies of my name and what it means and that i'm a kikui like it doesn't not everyone everyone some people are my work colleagues and georgie is all they need to know about me some people yeah. i'm meeting you once that's all you need to know about me if you know me for real like my friends my family you know me you know the different names what they mean blah blah that's one thing. So I feel like even for me, it's a way to differentiate who you are yeah, yeah. in my life. Because if you really know me for real, you know, you'll know, you know, I'm named after my grandma because in Kikuyu culture, yeah. the second girl is named for the mom's side. But yeah. like, if I'm at in a work meeting, this man does not care what I have to say <laughs> about my show show. Like he does not care. He doesn't yeah. care. And that's, so I'm not trying to do too much. I feel that too. Cause like, I think, I used to jokingly say it, but like I subscribe to the J. Cole th school of thought of every joke has some truth in it. So like basically of like, I used to say like, you know, Ben is what like people like at class or at school know me as. Bernard is what other people know me as. And some people who knew me before know me as Bernard. And it's not because like I, I dislike my name or anything like that. It's like, I mean... I mean, I'm I'm trying to put my own spin on how I like I never chose my name off rip, so I'm trying. I can change it, yes, but like that's too much work, and I gotta go. But it's it's even worse than like it's like it's it's probably a degree. It's probably the extreme of like you know when you're trying to get people's phone numbers when you get a new phone. It's like imagine that on like a global level, like try to get literally. It's like, ah, oh, no, nah, you knew me as Ben, but here's here's Daniel or some some other different name, whatever you can think of. And you got to tell all those people to forget that name and just delete it out. But it, it's, it's the same way because 
even now that you, you, you kind of touched on it, but I always find it really cool, especially like researching of like uh, Kenyan history of like how people get their names and stuff. Like that's always like, it always intrigued me because you mentioned it, how you got your name from your grandma and I got my name from my granddad. And it's like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's, so I don't get a say in this or no nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I know like for me, um, I always like find it funny because I remember one time we were at crew and the the pastor was trying to make a point of like, I doubt that a lot of us actually know five generations deep of where we're at, like about who who lived. And I was like, all right, hold my hold my drink right quick. And he's like, how many of us know our grandparents? Everybody's like, yeah, I think I know my grandparents. Like, how many of you know their great grandparents' names? It's like, I still hold my hand up. They're two times great. <laughs> Three times it felt like it was like an auction. It's like four, four, five, 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 six. And then and then he's like, all right, I'll bite. Uh so how does it go? I was like, it's my name, then my dad's name, my name, then my dad's name. Cause my, yeah, it says like yeah. my dad, my granddad and myself. And I think my great granddad were all firstborn in their family. So I was like, oh, that's a lot. Easier. That's easy. <laughs> that's, easy. I, that's always easy when I was explaining to my friends. I'm like, they're like, so how did you guys get your names? And I was like, well, actually, um, it's like, there's, there's a, there's a system that's done. And then, like, I know it gets complicated as soon as there's, like, one of, one, like, one, either there's one, there's a lot of girls in your family or a lot of guys in your family. Yeah. I don't have enough sisters to donate y'all, so. Right. I can get creative. And so, it's, it's, it's cool because I think it's different because, like, of how, even American general of how people have their names, like, it's really cool to have, like, what Kenyans have uh, in Kikuyu, especially in Kikuyu culture, because I think people just think kenya or even in any country is like just one thing and they yeah. don't realize it's like oh there's specificity and everything oh that's a good word oh, come on like, now <laughs> this is my off day and so yeah and so it's like that and then i mean it's really cool to see that part and um yeah i i, I don't know i think that's that's one takeaway that i always find that's really interesting of like how other people get their names and how that is a part of who they are and and stuff like that so it's really really cool to see that and so yeah i definitely agree i definitely agree i was gonna like transition with this what is like one thing that you you've loved doing about it like even with that experience of just even just talking talking just sharing little tidbits of life with people (laughs) i think i think sometimes like I don't want to say I'm an overthinker, but sometimes I live inside my head. So sometimes it's good to say things out loud and then other people will be like, oh yeah, I was listening. Okay, now those other people are my friends because I have like seven people that listen to my podcast, (laughs) but they'll be like, oh my goodness, when you were talking about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my, I don't know why in my head, I think I'm the only human in life ever who's ever thought there's a one thing. And that's just simply never the case. So it's just nice to see that other people are having similar thought processes or if they think differently. Like if they're like, hmm, I never thought about it that way. I usually think blah, blah, blah. So I think just being able to share my thoughts and people like being able to either agree or like have a new perspective or they're able to give me a new perspective. I think that's the best part. And so I don't listen to my podcast all the way through because <laughs> after all, it's like, oh, she sounds kind of crazy. Um, but when I do listen to like the beginning or like the end, um, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, 
sometimes you're just so scared that people are going to judge you or like it's going to, you're going to sound crazy. Um, but then you listen to it and you're like, wow, I, I didn't sound crazy. I sounded like a regular human woman. <laughs> That's so true. it's been a good experience. Yeah. I, I can say the same thing, even like overthinking that part, because I just over, I, I find myself like sometimes combating with that in the sense that um, making stuff and feel like, oh, shoot, maybe this needs to be this before it goes out or not even just letting that be part of, oh, you can always build upon it rather than just wiping something down and then hoping it's good on the next go around. Um, and like you said, it's really cool to even see that engagement, especially with your people that you, you don't even know who's listening. They might either check in for two minutes and I'll be like, I don't blame you. I won't check in for two <laughs> minutes. But like, and then after that, or you have somebody who sticks all the way through and then they're like asking about stuff. And then you're like, I said that, I said that, I made you feel that. That's crazy. I guess I could do something with these words and something. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like really cool. And um, yeah, I want to, I wanted to see like, so what is one go-to episode that you would want like people to check out where you think like, all right, this is, this is the go-to episode if you don't know anything. I gotta pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really think I had a strong first episode. Mm -hmm. But I think... Um, I don't know. I think the... It, well, if you're a... Um, I guess you don't have to be a working professional. I really think the top five work edition is a good episode because... I'd be at work like, y'all are liars. Y'all are liars. <laughs> like when my boss is like, what's your bandwidth? You assign me my work. So <laughs> you know if my plate is full or not. And if my plate is full, can I really tell you, no, girl, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get my check at the end of the day. Like, I can't. And I'm like, bring your whole self to work. My whole, no, I'm at this meeting in a bonnet. Do you want me to turn my camera on? You don't want that. You don't want that. Yeah, like something about like Zoom and Teams. Of, it's it's really funny because like there's certain points you're saying where I was just like, I've been so used in work mode where I was looking for like the little like, <laughs> like clapping. <laughs> literally, literally. And, oh, but yeah, man. I, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was gets that because man, yeah, it, it can be it can be tough, but I really like one of one of your favorite episodes. I think I could encourage people to check out is that stick with it is because I don't know, just it's it's not only because it's a funny title, but actually there's there's some good tidbits. I was like driving, I was like, hmm, you know, <laughs> there's some good takeaways here. And yeah, so, and that's actually one of my not least favorite, but like one of the ones where I felt like I should not release this. Like I'm <laughs> all over the place. Like I just couldn't. I feel like I wasn't articulating my point well enough. But I was like, it's Tuesday, so something has to go out. Um, so you just never know. Like some of the ones that I really, really was like, oh my goodness, I'm, I love this. People are like, eh. And then some of the ones where I was like, oh no, they're like, I like this. So it's all about perspective. Just put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. And speaking about your podcast, where can people find your podcast? Oh, that's a great question. So you can follow me on Instagram at Georgie the Podcaster. It's also on Spotify or the Anchor app if you have that. Um, but the link is always in my bio for both my personal Instagram and my Georgie the Podcaster Instagram. Now I'm going to take, not I guess take, but inspire one of the segments that you have and like 
put my own spin to it, but what's one song that you've been listening to this week? I'll call this segment Airwaves because up in the airwaves. So I'll call this one's uh, Airwaves. So what's one song that you've been listening to that that you would want people to check out or if you're oh my goodness. I would hate to have to be basic, but Essence is really, she's doing her thing this summer. Like every time I get in the car, I'm like, let me just put that on. But yeah, no, Essence by Wizkid and Thames, 10 oh, out of 10. Oh, I've been listening to a little bit of Thames too. Like, it's funny cause I, yeah. I don't listen to a lot of Afrobeats or even, or anything, but there's this guy in, um, in Maryland or Merlin, I don't know, Maryland, Merlin, but uh, his name is Manny Wells and he had a, he had Thames on there. And I think, uh, I think it's like, uh, I forget, Peace. The song's called Peace. Oh, it's so good. Cause Thames comes in and you just hear her vocals. Oh, she has a strong voice, yo. She does. I need to listen to more of her songs. I've only listened to Essence. I'm a fake fan, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah that's, a, yeah, that's a good build up. But I do appreciate you checking in and just like taking time out of your day in order to do this. And um, as always, this is Up In The Air Podcast. My name is Bernard, Ben, I don't even, whatever you know me. Whatever you know me. (laughs) And this is Georgie. And uh, thank you for checking in. And I hope you guys have a good one. Oh, actually, I I think it should have just plugged in. uh, Yeah, that you can follow us Up In The Air Podcast. This is still a work in progress. Up In The Air Podcast, one on Instagram. And then we're on, uh, no, not anymore, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, and Anchor as well. And so you can check those links out and they'll be in the bio. All right, now I can stop. (laughs)